You're listening to Sacks in the Basement, a production of the Broadcast Basement Limited, where every show is 30 minutes of good and comes from a basement bar on the south side of Chicago. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, and join us right now for Sacks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SacksInTheBasement.com. Welcome down to my nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement on the south side of Chicago. You are in the basement, Socks in the basement. My name is Chris Lanuti, and you are listening to a White Sox simulated season and yet another White Sox simulated game brought to you by Cork and Carey at the Park at 33rd in Princeton, a south side tradition, and they are serving food that will remind you of the ballpark while you are listening to today's game. Go online, corkandcarryatthepark.com, or use Grubhub. The Chicago White Sox come into this second game of a three-game set here at home against the Texas Rangers, sitting at 5-5 over their last 10 games. But they have an overall record of 11-8 against the 8-11 Texas Rangers with Reynaldo Lopez, 1-1 with a 5.82 earned run average against Jordan Lyles, rumored to be an off-season interest of the Chicago White Sox, who instead signed with the Rangers and is 2-0 with a 3.44 ERA. Statistically, the White Sox offense continues to be top five in MLB, sitting fourth with a 276 batting average, tied for third with 105 runs, and sitting at the top of MLB in doubles with 44. The team also has 21 total stolen bases, with Tim Anderson and Luis Robert tied for the lead in the majors with nine apiece. And this team can hit the ball into the gap and over the wall. Third in the majors with a 484 slugging percentage going into today's game, led by Aloy Jimenez with a 597 slugging percentage. The problem has been miscues in the field and basically average starting pitching. But the White Sox have moved in to the bottom of the majors in terms of total hits allowed, with only three teams having less hits given up in a game. So things are turning around. Let's head out to the rate for game two of a four-game set against the Rangers. You are listening to Socks in the Basement, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. And welcome to Guaranteed Rate Field on the south side of Chicago for a beautiful Friday night in game two of a four-game set. The White Sox hosting the Texas Rangers. The White Sox are being simulated along with the Rangers by MLB The Show 20 and presented on Socks in the Basement. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Reynaldo Lopez takes the hill for the Sox. Three starts with a 1-1 record and a 5.82 ERA this season. 17 innings, 17 hits. 19 strikeouts, three walks for a whip of 1.18. He had two masterful games and struggled though in his last outing. Looking to get back on track with James McCann behind the dish as Yasmani Grandal will DH, seeing as how he has a 186 batting average against right-handed pitchers. Ricky Renteria trying to get him to calm down and just work on his hitting right now. The first pitch from Lopez, inside taken for a ball, and we are underway. Elvis Andrus hitting 329 up at the plate. And that's a high four-seam fastball, 45 degrees, partly cloudy, 11-mile-an-hour winds blowing right to left across the diamond. And a 2-0 count on Andrus, who is leading off today after batting third in the lineup yesterday. 
That's a four-seamer dropping out of the zone taken, and Lopez has thrown three straight balls to kick off this game. Matt Duffy stands on deck as the Rangers bring a different lineup when they have a righty instead of a lefty starting the game. Get me over fastball for a strike, three and one the count from Lopez to Andrus. This game brought to you by Cork and Carry at thepark.com. They're at 33rd in Princeton, and they will be open when the world goes back to normal. But until then, go to Grubhub or Cork and Carry at thepark.com and order some food today. This one flared out in the center field, and Luis Robert camps underneath it. Can of corn, and that's one out. Robert back in the lineup after a day off yesterday, patrolling center field. As we look around the diamond, a couple of substitutions. McCann is behind home plate with Grandal DHing. Danny Mendick is over at second base. Nick Mandrigal getting a night off after a good debut last night. Line shot out to left. Jimenez is going to grab the first pitch on a liner out to left field. And there's two outs quickly here in the top of the first inning for Willie Calhoun hitting 233. Broke his jaw in spring training, but is healed quickly and is up here in the middle of April, batting third for the Rangers. Other substitutions, Leary Garcia is playing right field tonight for Nomar Mazara, and as I said, Mendick in at second base for Mandrigal, who had a great debut, and now will get a little bit of rest as he was playing every day down in the minor leagues and is a little spent, and they don't want to put too much on this young man's shoulders too early. First pitch is a strike on the outside corner. Rusty Valentine is the home plate umpire. We've seen him earlier this season. Last time we saw him, it wasn't that bad. Pretty good with the strike zone. Next one misses. One and one the count. The next pitch jammed into left field, drifting back towards the wall to the track. Jimenez stands at the track and catches this one in play. One, two, three. Go the Rangers, even though the last one was given quite a ride by Calhoun. No score midway through the first. Jordan Lyles, three starts, 2-0, 3.44 earned run average, 18 and a third innings, in which he's given up 17 hits and six walks for a 1.25 whip. And he's got 19 strikeouts on the year as well. The big right-hander was a target of the White Sox, reportedly. Over the winter meetings period, he signed instead with the Rangers. That has not been confirmed by the White Sox, but that was the very heavily reported rumor at the time. Tim Anderson leading off, had a nice night last night. Player of the game clearly drove in some big RBIs. And he fouls this one off and is quickly 0-1. Anderson's hitting 359 to start off the season. And the righty takes an inside high fastball for a ball. 1-1 the count. Lyles delivers an outside four-seam fastball taken for a ball 2-1. As I sit here in the booth, Sipping a Founders All Day IPA. And why am I drinking that? Because I intend to drink all day. This one's ripped down the third base line. It will hook foul just before the pole for a long strike, two and two, the count to Anderson. Lyles quickly into the delivery. And a jam shot popped up in the shallow right field. It will be fielded cleanly. And Anderson flies out to lead off the bottom of the first for the White Sox. Big night for the White Sox last night. It was chilly. As Leary Garcia steps in, hitting 304 on a four-game hitting streak. Batting from the left side of the plate as Lyles goes into the wind. Four-seam fastball gets across for strike one. Lyles spent some time in the Pittsburgh organization recently and kind of got his career on track. He had a great half of baseball, got traded midseason, and then became a free agent that got signed before the winter meetings were over. 
0-2 pitch now after that one's fouled off. It's outside four-seam fastball, one and two to count to Garcia. Leary becoming that Swiss Army knife that we've talked about on Socks in the Basement. Although at the beginning of the year, it looked like he was going to be the starting second baseman. This simulation, and I believe real life would have shown eventually, he would move into a role where he got at-bats most days, but would move around the field as he's capable of playing most positions out there. This one's fouled off one and two the count, and he chops the next one back off of the chest protector of the catcher. The count remains one and two. Milwaukee leading the Mets in New York right now, two to nothing early on on this Friday evening. Swung on and missed, four-seam fastball just above the zone, right down the middle. Garcia's underneath the pitch, and there's two outs. The way that things lined up for the White Sox, they're getting the high-end pitchers in the rotation for the Rangers to kick off this series. Meanwhile, the White Sox have their lower-end guys pitching, their four and their five to kick off the series before the one and two come in to finish things off. Inside pitch to Abreu taken for a strike, 0-1 the count. The reasoning for that is, on their days off, the Rangers skipped the fifth starter. So they had two skips. The White Sox did not do that. And the reasoning being, you have five starters up right now with two more coming soon. Kopech may be coming up as early as May. And you've got to see what your guys can and cannot do. The 1-1 pitch to Abreu is fouled off down the third base line, and he's 1-2. and two. Hitting 289 right now, has gotten over 300 for parts of the early part of this season. Takes a slider low below the knees, 2-2. Two and two. Lyles for his 16th pitch of the inning. And Abreu flares us out into right center field. Shallow will hang up there and be caught on a fly. One, two, three, go the White Sox, just like the Rangers. Six up, six down in this game. We go to the top of the second. All knotted up at zero. Better weather tonight, and it is a Friday night, but it's still chilly. Lots of hoodies, lots of coats. And a gusting wind from right to left, pole to pole. As Joey Gallo comes in, hitting 206. The lefty is 1-0 on an inside pitch from Lopez, who only needed nine pitches to get through the first inning. And now is a strike on the outside corner. Reynaldo was frustrated with himself with his outing last time out, had a bad inning, and never really got back on track again and threw way too many pitches and had to leave the game. He's one and two now as he hits the knees right down the middle. The pitch to Gallo. Swung on and missed on a slider. Lopez hopped off the mound on that one. He was feeling it. He has become more demonstrative on the mound this year than ever before. When he gets a big strikeout on a big hitter, he shows it no matter if it's the first, second, or third out of the inning. Gallo goes back to the dugout muttering to himself, and there's one out here in the top of the second inning. Kansas City, no score with Baltimore as their game has just gotten underway in KC. And an inside pitch taken for a ball, 1-0 to Danny Santana. Santana hitting 270 with six RBIs led off yesterday. A very, very different lineup considering Santana and Elvis Andrus, Willie Calhoun in the lineup instead of out of the lineup depending on if there's a lefty or a righty out there. And that may come into play if Renteria goes to his lefty relievers late with a lineup set up for the righties. This one's flied out to Garcia in right field. He barely moves. Can of corn, and that's the second out of the second inning. Shin Su Chu comes up, the lefty. Somebody rumored that the White Sox might have been interested in acquiring in the offseason. But instead, they went with Nomar Mazzara. Chu induces a shift where Anderson is right behind second. Mendix in shallow right field, and Mancata's playing short. First pitch outside taken for a ball, and the next one a curve. 
On the outside corner is fouled off down the third base line. Chu is hitting 188 so far this season. Checks it up on a close pitch. Goes for a ball, 2-1. and one, With two outs here in the top of the second inning. Another guy who's going against righties and not against lefties. Outside fastball checked up 3-1. and one With Ronald Guzman, the first baseman, on deck. Lopez with a 3-1 count looks in to McCann. The sign in the pitch. Lowe taken for a ball and he walked Chu. A couple of those were right on the borderline. They weren't bad calls, they just missed slightly. Lopez pounds his glove. He wanted to have two quick innings. Instead, he will not face the minimum for a second straight inning. He will get Guzman, who's hitting 200 right now, and has a runner with moderate speed. You don't see that in Chu, but he does have pretty average speed out at first base. Four-seam fastball fouled off. There's one strike. The pitch from Lopez. Inside, chopped back. Two strikes quickly. An 0-2 count as Chu leads off of first base. The pitch. This one's flared out into right center field. Shallow, but Robert gets in there quickly and makes the catch. Slowed up before he made it slightly on the run. The inning is over. So, midway through to second, the White Sox and the Rangers are still scoreless. Yohan Moncada's hitting 304, and he's going to bat fourth today against Lyles. Moncada is basically rotated between the two spot and the four spot in the lineup, depending on if guys need a day off. Sometimes being protected by Jose Abreu, sometimes behind him. Pretty similar results so far this season, although slightly better in the two spot. They have a shift on him while he's on the left side of the plate. That's the first time all season I have seen a team shift against Moncada. First pitch taken for a ball, the next one fouled off straight back. So as he's in there, hitting lefty, they've put the shortstop behind second and the second baseman Odor in shallow right field and the third baseman over at short. Check swing, taken for a strike outside corner one and two. I've seen Mancata hit at Apo from left side. So it's interesting they're going with the shift. But he does put this one deep down the right field line, tailing back towards the wall. It will be caught in front of the 335 side near the 108. I saw Cherizi E leaning. Didn't happen for him. Nice try, young fella. And that's the first out of the second inning. One out in the bottom of the second as Aloy Jimenez comes up. He's been on a tear recently. 11 for 27 over his last seven games. That's 4.07. First pitch outside for a ball, and so is the second one, tailing away. Low and outside, he's 2-0. He got five home runs early. During that last seven-game stretch, he only has one. He sacrificed power for base hits, and that's not a bad thing right now. This one is fouled off deep down the first base line, 2-1 the count, with one out in the bottom of the second. Lyle sitting on 23 pitches, has yet to allow a base runner as the five-hitter, Jimenez, stands in. Inside almost hit him, curveball, gets out of the way, 3-1 the count. James McCann hitting 348 in a catcher today, and he is batting sixth on deck. The pitch from Lyles. Low and outside, ball four, and the first base runner for the White Sox goes down 90 feet to first. Jimenez is on. Neither pitcher has given up a hit yet, but both have walked one. As the pride crews out now, whipping up the fan base as they do. One out, bomb at a second. Jimenez leads off a first. The pitch to McCann, sent out into center field, Drifting back is Santana, two outs. Yasmani Grandal in the 180s against right-handed pitching. But against Lyles, career just under 400. 
with multiple extra base hits. As he pops this one straight back, they're hoping he can bust out of the slump. He won't do it right now. Caught by the catcher. There's three gone, and that ends the second inning. Lyles and Lopez have faced seven apiece through two. No score going to the top of the third. Raylo up at the mound and gets ready for Robinson Chirinos, who although he's hitting 183, had a big night last night. Did everything he could to help out the Rangers. A couple of extra base hits, including a two-run home run. Team only came away with three in the White Sox 6-3 victory. This one hits the outside corner of four-seam fastball. 0-1 the count. The pitch from Lopez, high and outside for a ball, 1-1. One one. Lopez only needing 24 pitches through the first two innings. Gets this one chopped over to short. Anderson backhands it and across the first in plenty of time. 6-3 on your scorecard. One out in the top of the third. Cleveland leading Boston in Fenway tonight. 2-0 in the third inning. As Runed Odor hitting 259 steps in, the lefty takes this slider for a strike. He is 4-for-11 with a home run lifetime against Lopez. The 0-1 pitch. That one sent back to the backstop on a foul. 0-2. Pitchers count. Lopez into the line. Did he check that or did he go through? They're going to appeal down the third and he struck him out on a slider tailing away he could not hold off of. A beautiful pitch by Lopez diving away and Odor could not back away from that pitch. Two outs now on the top of the third and Andrus and the top of the Texas order now up. Elvis is 0 for 1. Righty against righty. A low changeup taken for a ball 1-0. Elvis is 2 for 13 with a strikeout lifetime against Lopez as he goes into the line. In the center field, it'll get down before Robert can get there. It's going to be a single. The first base hit of the game for either team. And with two outs in the top of the third, you also have Matt Duffy, who's 0 for 1. The righty in, batting second in the order tonight. Takes one high fastball for a ball. He lined out in the first inning, hitting 212 on the season. The Rangers in the midst of a pretty good-sized losing streak. Four in a row. The White Sox would like to just extend that as long as they can. As an outside pitch just misses the corner. 2-0 the count. Colorado leads St. Louis in Denver in the third inning. 3-0. Low fastball taken. 3-0 the count now. A hitter's count with Calhoun on deck. Lopez has been very effective. But he has had two batters previously where he got three balls off before he got a strike called. A get-me-over, four-seam fastball, three-and-one. It was taken all the way. Lopez trying to come back in this at-bat. Runner with a healthy lead at first base. The pitch. This one's chopped down a third baseline. Fair ball over the bag. Jimenez is going to chase it down and get it in quickly. Andrus. Oh, no. Jimenez drops the ball now. He picked it up with his glove, and as he turned, it fell out of his glove and fell behind him. And then he throws it in. So Andrus had stopped at second base, thankfully. Because by the time he realized that Jimenez had picked up the ball and then dropped it trying to make the exchange, he lost the ball in the grass. Both base runners advanced, second and third now. That's an outside changeup taken for a ball, 1-0. And the Rangers are in business now with two on and two out to Willie Calhoun, who's 0-for-1 so far in this game, and he sent one deep the last time out. A four-seam fastball misses, 2-0 the count. As Lopez had been cruising... And with two outs in the third, gives up back-to-back base hits. The miscue defensively by Jimenez advances them to second and third. And the fans are restless 
as Lopez now gets ready for pitch number 40. And here it is. Strike outside corner, 2-1 on a changeup taken. White Sox fans trying to cheer on their starter as he gets into the first trouble he's seen all day long. It's gut check time. McCann with the sign. Inside low taken for a ball, 3-1. Lopez trying not to load up the bases. Here it is. And he missed there. And the bases are full. Walks him down and he's disgusted. They may have to go out and talk to this young man. He at times gets frustrated. You can't let him give things up right now with Joey Gallo coming up. Right now, Don Cooper is talking with Ray Lowe. Trying to explain to him that Gallo is going to look for the big bomb. He pitched him inside last time. Got him to follow for you off. And got him out. Mancata giving him some advice now. And they're going to break that up on the mound. Bases loaded, two outs, top of the third, no score. The pitch to Gallo. High and just inside. Four-seam fastball, 1-0. Gallo is 0-7 lifetime against Raylo. Lopez has to remember that and attack. He's outside again, 2-0. You're not getting him out unless you put it in the zone. Lopez is losing the strike zone at the worst possible time now. Everything happening here with two outs. The bases were clear with two outs. And now... We've got a foul ball, two and one the count, with the bases loaded. Still two outs here in the top of the third. And Lopez can escape if he can get Gallo. Swung on a chop foul again, two and two. He attacked him twice on the inner portion of the plate, low in the zone. He may go back there again. McCann sets up. Oh, you just lays off one that was out of the zone and in the same area of the plate. The count goes full. This may be the biggest pitch of Reynaldo Lopez's outing today. And it's coming with two outs at the top of the third. He takes the sign, the pitch on the way. Swung on and chopped the second base. Mendick's going to field it. And he's going to get it over to first, scooped by Abreu. Mendick bounced it in. Nice scoop by Abreu. That could have been a disaster. Lopez escapes the jam. No score midway through the third. Luis Robert will lead off the bottom of the third inning with the White Sox still tied 0-0 with the Rangers after a death-defying feat, it felt like, getting out of that inning. And then Danny Mendick, he's going towards second base as he fields it, turns and throws, and he bounced it in the first and made Abreu's job tough, but a nice play by the first baseman. As Robert pops this one straight up to the catcher, he's done it about three, four times this year. He's getting under the ball too much. And there's one out here in the bottom of the third. It was a high outside four-seam fastball at about 94 miles an hour, and Robert just got underneath it. Danny Mendick, the nine-hitter, hitting 242 on the season, steps up to the plate. He fouls this one back, a slider that goes back to the backstop. Folks, family waterproofing's open, but they're doing things in the safest way possible, and they've got great deals for Socks in the Basement listeners. Outside slider, one and one the count. Details coming up here at the bottom of this inning. But you got to get to their website or give them a call as Family Waterproofing Solutions is doing online video conferencing to diagnose your problem. They'll sit there and give you an estimate without having contact with you if you desire so. And then they're keeping their staff and you safe with special methods to make sure the job gets done. You still know what they're doing. 3-1 pitch, fouled off down the third base line. Count goes full. They can get the job done for you cheaply safely and well done as well. 
Swings and misses at a four-seam fastball down the middle. Mendick was underneath it. Second strikeout for Lyles. There's two outs as Tim Anderson comes up. The number one hitter. The lineup flips. There's two outs here in the bottom of the third. Remember, special discounts for Sox in the Basement listeners and a portion of all jobs that they do go to veterans organizations and first responders. And they need it right now. Low pitch to Anderson. Take it for a ball. 1-0 the count from Lyles. Pitch number 38 here in the bottom of the third. Inside corner, a slider, 1-1. One one. Next pitch in the dirt, four-seam fastball. Anderson lays off, 2-1. Next pitch, a changeup, a little higher, still out of the zone. 3-1 the count with Garcia on deck. Lyles working quickly. This one's ripped down the third base line, a four-seamer up in the hands area. Anderson fended it off. Full count pitch. Hits the outside corner. T.A. upset with that one. Thought it was ball four. Started walking down to first base. Has a few words for our home plate umpire as Jordan Lyles skips over the foul line and heads into the dugout. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sock side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466, or visit them today at familybasementwaterproofing.com. Top of the fourth inning as Danny Santana comes up, 0 for 1 with a flyout in the second. No score in this game. Lyles has been super effective. Lopez has been pretty effective with just some trouble with two outs. He put three on last inning and escaped. First pitch just outside for a ball, 1-0. Not a good sign if you think he needs to start hitting the strike zone as he's now 2-0 on a low pitch to Santana. Lopez, who had been pinpoint early, is getting wild. This one is sent down the first baseline on a get-me-over fastball. Didn't have a lot of speed on it. He's lucky that one was fouled off. 2-1 the count. The pitch on the way. Swung on and sent out into shallow left field. Jimenez comes in and will make the catch. One gone. That game in Boston, they're scoring runs now. 6-3 in the fourth inning. Indians lead the Red Sox in Fenway. High four-seam fastball laid off. Ball one as Shin Soo Chu stands in. Walked his first time up. And he's quickly 2-0 here. Is there something about Chu that scares Reynaldo Lopez? As he seems to be unable to throw a strike against him. This one goes for a strike, barely. Four-seamer, 2-1 the count. Angels and Astros all tied up at three right now. This one's chopped down the first baseline, foul. Great play by Abreu. I thought that was going to be fair, but they're going to say that he was... Out of play when he grabbed it right at the base. 2-2 pitch. This one's chopped to Mendick. He will field it. Toss over. The 4-3 put out. Mendick was playing back on the grass 
charged it so he could get it in the dirt and flipped that one over a lot better than he did the finish last inning. Two outs here in the top of the fourth. Ronald Guzman comes in and takes a strike on a four-seamer up at the letters. The first baseman is 0 for 1, has four runs scored in his last four games. So he finds a way to get on. Outside fastball taken, 1-1. One one. The pitch. Inside taken, four-seam fastball down at the knees, 2-1. Lopez, with his 61st pitch, throws a slider right over the top of a swinging bat. High in the zone, 2-2 two two on that strike. And he winds quickly and delivers. This one's chopped down the third baseline, foul. Swung on and missed, four-seamer. Inside portion of the plate and low. Lopez strikes him out and ends the inning. Midway through to fourth, still no score. The White Sox have been no hit through the first three innings of this game as Leury Garcia comes up against Jordan Lyles, who's sitting on 42 pitches. And the first pitch on the way to the lefty hitting Garcia, a high slider taken for a ball, 1-0. Garcia's hitting 437 over his last four games that he's played in. His average has gone up since he started moving around being used in different roles and also moving around the order. He's also gotten a few tries up at this point in the lineup in the two spot, and he's performed well. Takes a strike, one and one. Next one's flared out down the left field line. If it gets down, it's going to be extra bases. It does not get down in fair territory. Just misses the chalk, one and two the count. And he swings and misses on the next one, a four-seamer up and in on the hands. And Lyles, with his fourth strikeout, has not yet a hit fall in through three and a third now. And I'm going to keep saying it because I want to jinx him. Let's get a hit. Let's cancel the postgame show. One out bomb to fourth to bring you up. A low four-seamer below the knees. 1-0 the count. Lyles has walked one batter in this game and sent everybody else down. Sitting on 47 pitches here in the bottom of the fourth. He goes into the windup, the pitch on the way. Swung on and charged out in the right center field. That one's going back to the wall. And it may carry. It is just short. And will bounce over for a ground rule double. So cancel the postgame show. He will not have a no-hitter. We can all relax. I thought that one was going to get over. But I think the wind gusting straight across knocked that ball down. It hits on the warning track and bounces over the wall. Abreu standing on second base with one out in the bottom of the fourth, and Juan Moncada comes up. Lyles delivers. He's charged down the first baseline, hooking towards the pole. A nice play going in the foul territory in the sand back there. I wouldn't call it the track because it's before the warning track would come in, but there's it gets wider going down the line there where there's no grass. A great play out there for the second out of the inning. And Jimenez will foul the first pitch over the tarp down the third base line. Two outs, 0-1 count, Abreu leads off a second base. Lyles delivers. Low in the dirt, rolls around, but not far enough away from the catcher to make Abreu try for third. 1-1 count. Minnesota's leading 11-0 midway through their game. They're insane right now. The only team that's been able to beat them has been the White Sox. Chopped down the first baseline, gonna be a tough play. Abreu almost beats it. As Lyles waited to see if it was going to go foul, and when it didn't, had to make a quick throw. A bang-bang play that was almost a lucky broken bat hit that nearly died in the infield grass. No score after four. Top of the fifth inning here at Guaranteed Rate Field on a very pretty Friday night, although it is chilly. Not as chilly as last night. Reynaldo Lopez stands out there ready to pitch to Robinson Chirinos. 
to start off the fifth inning. He's got 63 pitches entering this inning on a chilly night in Chicago. Fouled off on a line shot down the third base line. Next pitch swung on and missed. Curveball falling out of the zone. 0-2 the count quickly. Lopez working quickly as McCann sets up on the outside corner of the plate. This one's chopped slowly to Anderson. Big throw takes Abreu off the bag. And an error by Tim Anderson who rushed that throw. Moncada dove for it. Anderson gets it after it rolls under his glove. He knows he has a long throw after the backhanded catch. But he still had a lot of time to get that over. He rushes the throw and pulls Abreu off the bag. So the error puts the leadoff hitter on. And Lopez throws a strike quickly to Odor. He had him 0-2. He had a ground out. His team put a runner on. Now this one's flared down the right field line. Hooking just fair. I thought that was going to go foul. It does not. It bounces into the stands. They're going to rule this a fair ball. It hit the line. It was close. Chalk popped up, though. And now second and third with no outs in the fifth on an error and the luckiest hit you'll see all night. That one was hook and foul the entire way. Hits the chalk right on the edge. Pops up in the air. It's a fair ball. And Elvis Andrews comes up, takes ball one. One and the count with two outs here. And now puts one in the right center field into the gap. Two runs are going to score. He's going to end up with a stand-up double. And the Rangers take the lead two to nothing. Oh, the fifth inning has just been awful for White Sox starting pitchers. And this time, it's hard to blame Reynaldo Lopez because of the error. One of those runs is unearned. And then also just the lucky down-the-line hit. And that's just how baseball happens sometimes. The double was clearly a good hit. And Lopez now has to settle himself. With two runs already in here in the top of the fifth, he's 2-0 to Matt Duffy. Both of them missing just inside. Andrus leads. The pitch on the way. Inside slider taken for a ball 3-0. McCann steps out in front of the plate, calms down his pitcher, goes back, takes a strike, four-seam fastball 3-1. Calhoun on deck. The pitch from Lopez. Outside corner, ball four. Lopez should have had one out in this inning right off the bat. He still has no outs. Two runs in. And first and second as Don Cooper comes out to talk to him. Hoop's going to try to settle him down. He's going to tell him, hey, you're only responsible for one of those runs. This is a close game. This game is not over yet. But you got to get through this inning, young fella. You can't just pitch four innings and then come out of the game. Our bullpen will die out there. They had to do it last night. High four-seam fastball taken for a ball 1-0. Willie Calhoun, the lefty, awaits the pitch. Swung on and missed on a four-seamer 1-1. Fans cheering Lopez on. He delivers. Swung on and missed on a low four-seam fastball. He swung over the top of it 1-2. Calhoun wanted all of it and missed it. First and second. No outs. The pitch. He induces a broken background ball. The Mankata rolls too slowly to turn two. He'll get it over to first as it died in the grass. So he induces the ground ball, but the broken bat kills the momentum. Runners advance to second and third with one out. If that bat doesn't break, that's a double play ball. But something happened, and the ball dies in the infield. And the only play is the first base. So second and third and one out, and the White Sox cannot catch a break this inning. It's been bad luck all around with the error, the ball that just hits the chalk down the line for the double, and that broken bat. And Joey Gallo's in 0 for 2. 0 for 8 lifetime against Reynaldo Lopez. 
takes a ball just out of the strike zone, 1-0. Lopez now on 80 pitches, looks in and delivers. Check swing. Did he go? They're going to say no. It was close, 2-0 the count. Runners at second and third, 2-0 Rangers. Outside slider, 3-0. Danny Santana's on deck. The pitch to Gallo. Ball four, he walked him on four straight pitches and the bases are loaded. Danny Santana steps in with the bases loaded here in the fifth. We've had two straight innings with the bases loaded. Lopez has let in two runs so far this inning. 2-0 Rangers. He tries to get out of this with a low changeup taken for a strike to Santana. If he induces the ground ball, it would be huge. Not only for him, his confidence, but for this team in this game. The pitch on the way. Outside low changeup taken. 1-1 one one the count. Carson Fulmer, Jace Fry warming in the pen. You don't want to have to go to him, but they've been going now for a little while. The play, though, right now, pitcher to catcher with a batter in the way. The pitch, inside taken for a ball, 2-1. and one. It's the pitches that are missing. It's not just bad luck if you're missing on this many pitches to the plate. He got himself in his own trouble in the fourth inning. And even though the inning was not his fault at the beginning, it's becoming his fault quickly as he's now 3-1 and one after walking the bases loaded and in danger of walking in a run. Shinsu Chu stands in the on-deck circle with two in so far here in the top of the fifth. The pitch on the way. Outside check swing. They're going to say he went. He swung at ball four. Three and two the count. Santana's upset with himself and Lopez is relieved. Will they go outside again? This one's a jam shot foul down the first base line. Count remains full with one out here in the top of the fifth. Oh for the double play ball. Here it is. Swung on and popped straight up. Mancada. Underneath it, infield fly has been called. So there's two outs now on the top of the fifth as Mankata brings that into his glove. So the infield fly rule was in effect. They wouldn't have called that one. I would have yelled, drop it from here. Two outs now on the top of the fifth. Shin Su Chu comes in, 0 for 1 with a walk in the second inning. Lopez has pitched around him a lot in this game, but he's got to go after him with the bases juiced. Low and inside, chop to Mankata. He'll scoop, he will throw over to first, and they are out of the inning, so the White Sox escape. Lopez can't believe that somehow he's out of the last two innings, only losing two to nothing. We go to the bottom of the fifth with the White Sox trailing. McCann will lead us off. Folks, remember this broadcast and every broadcast of White Sox Simulated Baseball brought to you by Sox in the Basement and SoxInBasement.com is also brought to you by our proud sponsors, Cork and Carey at the park at 33rd in Princeton. Look, they're a small business. And they're a small business that's a south side tradition that serves you. They even have the location up on Western Avenue. So imagine two places basically shut down right now. But there's food coming out of Cork and Carry at the Park and you can help them. Use Grubhub or go direct to CorkandCarryAtThePark.com. Check out the menu and order some great vittles today for you and the family while you enjoy these White Sox simulated broadcasts. James McCann, the six hitter in the lineup today is 0 for 1. And the 53rd pitch of the game from Jordan Lyles is low and outside, 1-0. Lyles has given up one hit. It was a ground rule double to Abreu and has walked one batter. Otherwise, he has been untouchable in this game. And the sacks down by two need to find a way to get to him or chase him. Jam shot down the first baseline. Fair ball. That one hit the chalk as well. So something works out for the White Sox. McCando now going to try to make it to second base, and he is safe under the tag. Wow, that seemed ill-advised. As I realized he was running to second, I was like, no chance. And that ball 
gets in the second before he is completely into his slide, but he slides to the third base side of second head first and grabs the bag with his fingertips as he's passing it to avoid the swipe. The swipe misses, and McCann is in at second base with a leadoff double and some aggressive base running. He has been out already once this year trying to stretch a single into a double, and he wanted that double. Rondell lifts one deep down the first baseline. McCann is going to look to tag. It's going to be caught near the track. He will advance towards third. The throw coming in, and he is safe. James McCann, the daredevil on the base paths, gets in under that tag on a head-first slide. He's getting dirty. And there's one out now in the bottom of the fifth inning for Luis Robert, who just needs to get one high and deep and score James McCann and get his team a run. This one's chopped to second base. McCann was off at the crack of the bat. A contact play was on. McCann will score on the ground out four to three. He moved the moment that ball hit the bat. The White Sox playing this game against Lyles as if hits are at a premium, and that is true. He has only given up two hits, and they have a run across, and now trail two to one with two outs in the bottom of the fifth as Danny Mendick, the nine hitter, comes up assuring the White Sox that at least it'll be the top of the order in the sixth inning. The big question is going to be, does Reynaldo Lopez come out for the sixth inning? I would imagine he has a short leash, but if you think about it, he still has plenty of pitches to give, and he's only let one earned run across. The other one was due to an error, and he's been so effective early on. This is a base hit up the middle, so two hits in this inning for the White Sox as Mendick hits one up the middle, rolls into center field, and he's on first with two outs here now in the bottom of the fifth inning. And T.A. comes up for his third at bat. He's 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a flyout. 3 for 7 in the series with a double and three RBIs. All three of those hits happening yesterday when he was 3 for 5. Four games set. Sox took the first one against the Rangers, trailing here in the bottom of the fifth by one. Outside four-seam fastball, high but taken for a strike. 0 and 1 the count. Remember, these games are recapped with box scores, stats, and analysis, giving you the full experience by the world-famous Sox on 35th blog. Check it out after you listen to every broadcast and enhance your experience listening to this simulated season. One and one on a pitch taken inside. The next one is chopped up the middle. It's going to roll into center field, and the runners will advance. So first and second now. Mendick on the second, Anderson over at first, back-to-back hits, and Lyles, who had given up one hit through the first four innings, gives up three here in the fifth and a run, and Leary Garcia stands in and takes an inside curveball for a strike, 0-1, he's got two strikeouts in this game, 0-2, for he has hit well in the two spot, on the rare occasion where he sits there, he sits there today, this one's fouled back, he's quickly 0-2. Abreu on deck. Mendick leads off of second. Anderson off of first. The 0-2 pitch on the way. High taken for a ball, 1-2. The 1-2 pitch to the lefty hitting Garcia. Swings and misses it. One over his hands and way too inside to ever be considered a strike. He has struck out on bad pitches every time. 0-3 with 3 Ks. 2-1 after 5. White Sox got a run back but still trail 2-1. As Ronald Guzman, 0 for 2 with a strike on a flyout, will lead off the top of the sixth inning. Leary Garcia was extra angry with himself. Threw the bat. Screamed into the ground. Very animated, but 
He's got three strikeouts, and he knows he swung at a bad pitch there to end that inning. First pitch fouled off 0-1 as Lopez starts the sixth. Grounded to Mendick. He's in short right field. He was playing on a shift. Gets it over to Abreu, 4-3. And there's one out here in the top of the sixth for Robinson Chirinos. Reynaldo Lopez is at 93 pitches right now. And he delivers. High and inside, and he hit him. Hit him right on the shoulder. Chirinos flips the bat and has words for Lopez. Lopez says something back to him. I can't imagine that's intentional. I think Lopez is looking at him like, hey, man, I'm having bad luck and can't find the strike zone. You think I tried to hit you on purpose? Go down to first base. Luckily, he's slow, so we don't have to worry about him stealing. The next pitch, four-seam fastball inside taken for a strike. Runit Odor hitting 385 lifetime against Lopez. He's one for two tonight. He's got a runner on first with one out in the top of the sixth inning. Sixth inning also in Minnesota. They still continue to lead Detroit 11 to nothing. Beating up on the little guy. White Sox have to do more of that. They have not beat up on the Royals splitting a series so far. And they got three more against them after this Texas series on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Swung on and missed. One and two now to Odor after he took a low pitch for a ball. The one-two pitch. This one's chopped back foul. One and two. The count remains. Jimmy Cordero's tossing out there. Just in case, Lopez delivers. Inside pitch, four-seam fastball taken for a ball. The count evens at two. Next pitch is chopped down the first baseline, hits the umpire in the back, and bounces towards the crowd. They're going to check on him. He's okay, and Lopez delivers. This one's fouled off down the third baseline. Count remains two and two. The 2-2 pitch. Chopped to short. Anderson flips to Mendick over to first. Abreu digs it out of the dirt. We got a 6-4-3 to four to three double play. And Lopez goes through six, giving up two runs, one earned for the quality start. Possibly back in the seventh as the Sox trail by one. Two runs on four hits for the Rangers. One run on four hits for the White Sox. Bottom of the sixth inning, and Jose Abreu will lead it off with Moncada and Jimenez waiting. Outside pitch taken for a ball, one and two. Cody Allen and Jesse Chavez, both righties, are warming up out in the bullpen. Allen, a former closer, warming up early in this game. Lyles, only on 67 pitches, the righty, delivers to Abreu. High four-seam fastball, one and one, as they call that a strike at the letters. So it was up in the zone, but they're going to say that was a strike. Lyles takes the hat off. Loosening up the arm, keeps wiggling it. Now the pitch. Chopped up the middle, it's gonna roll into center field, a seeing eye single. Nobody able to get their glove on it. Abreu's on first base to lead off the inning. Abreu pumping his fist towards the dugout, and he wants Joan Mancada to keep the line going. Mancada still hitting lefty. Stands in, 0 for 2 in this game. Having a very slow series. The average has dropped below 300 for the first time in two weeks. It's hitting 296. Takes one inside for a ball, 1-0 the count. The pitch. Line down the first baseline, foul. Abreu not a threat with a moderate lead. The 1-1 pitch. Swung on and missed on a curveball inside in the zone. 1-2 the count. No outs, bottom of the sixth, runner on first. It's Abreu. Mancada with a 1-2 count, the pitch on the way. 
Lowe taken for a ball. He lays off a curveball that started in the zone and tailed off. And Mancada never moved the bat. He saw that pitch well. Lyles with pitch number 74 here in the bottom of the sixth. And a 2-1 lead. This was lifted down the third baseline. It's going to get into the corner. Abreu's going to come around and get the third base. Mancada is going to be in the second with a double. And the White Sox have second and third with no outs here in the bottom of the sixth inning on the sixth double of the season by Yoan Mancada. A nice piece of hitting on a line shot over the head at third base that gets down and rolls into the corner before it's picked up. And that's it for Lyle. So he had a great game. He's going to leave with a lead, but he will not finish six innings as the starter. He's got to be disappointed in that. But the Rangers are in a losing streak, and they want to get a win, and they're going to go to the bullpen. And Jesse Chavez will come in with 10 games under his belt, 0-1, with 13 innings, 2.77 earned run average, 11 strikeouts, and two walks. No right-handed batter has gotten a hit against him this year, but lefties are hitting 258. He's got a right-handed hitter now in Aloy Jimenez who wants to break that trend with two on and he just has to put it deep to tie this game. The fans can feel it. The first pitch inside corner taken for a strike. Jimenez didn't like the call, but he's 0-1. The name of the game is get the bat on the ball. Tie this game up or get a base hit. Let it rip. There's very little that can happen that's bad for you if you make contact. Swung on and missed on a slider tailing away. He's 0-2. Chavez trying to escape the inning that was set up with two on and no out in the bottom of the sixth. The first guy he faces is Jimenez, who jams shot, puts this one out in the left field, is carrying back to the wall, leaps, and he doesn't get it. It's over the wall to the bullpen. Aloy Jimenez with his seventh home run of the season with a three-run blast, 360 feet off the inside portion of his bat on an inside pitch, powers that one out at 98 miles per hour exit velocity. He meets Abreu and Mancada at the plate. Big celebration, the fans are up and the White Sox lead this game four to two. The big bomb by Jimenez. Sox lead four to two. As James McCann steps in, everybody's still on their feet cheering. Aloy Jimenez has gotten over those struggles. He has been struggling, and now he looks like he's having fun again with the big hi, mom. He comes up to the top of the dugout and yells, hi, mom. They love him out there. This one's inside taken for a ball, 1-0. The next one swung on and missed. Two-seam fastball on the outside portion of the plate. High at the letters he swung underneath it. 1-1 one one to McCann, who's 1-2. for two. This one's lifted out to deep left center field. On his horse, the center fielder makes the catch near the track. So he gave it a ride, but it was for naught. One out now in the bottom of the sixth inning as Yasmani Grandal comes up 0 for 2, the seven hitter tonight, trying to break out of a slump. He has had some issues. This pitch is high and outside, two seam fastball, 1 0 the count. The next pitch on the way. Low and inside, taken 1 1 to Grandal. Bottom of the sixth inning, four to two White Sox, one out, one and one the count. The pitch on the way. Swung on and missed on a changeup, tailing down out of the zone. It was still in the strike zone, though. One and two, it just fooled him. As Grandal still trying to figure things out at the plate. He's had a rough go at it. The DH takes one low and outside, two and two the count. Looking ahead to the top of the seventh inning and looking out of the bullpen, 
I have a strong suspicion that Reynaldo Lopez is going to at least pitch to the first batter of this inning. As a high pitch taken for a strike, and Grandal, who's frustrated, looks back and starts an argument. He better watch himself. He might get rung. It was a borderline pitch at the letters, but he actually started shuffling his feet like he thought it was a ball. And he just looks back and goes, what's that? He will retreat back to the dugout. There's two outs now in the bottom of the sixth as Robert steps in. 0 for 2, and he takes one for a strike. Luis Robert also struggling, but he's not a veteran like Rondell. He's a rookie, and he's going to have his ups and downs. Took him out of the lineup yesterday. They've been trying to give rest and then put guys out there and try to break these slumps up. They got a few guys right now that are struggling. Robert, one for one after that one misses. Jesse Chavez, effective after he gives up the three-run blast. And that was a good pitch. Jimenez just powered it out. This one hits Chavez right in the butt and tails off towards short. Robert is going to get the first on an infield hit. Any way you can get on, young man. That's how you break up slumps. Hits Chavez right in the butt and rolls towards shortstop. And Andrus is playing so far back, nobody's going to get to it in time. Robert standing at first. Chavez is going to wave off the trainer after his catcher goes out to check on him. He says he's fine. Two outs here in the bottom of the sixth inning with Robert on first base. Danny Mendick takes an inside two-seam fastball for strike one. Robert, the nice lead at first base, and he's gone. He's on his way over to second. That's an outside pitch taken for a ball, and he is safe in the second base, and he leads the major leagues with 10 stolen bases here in mid-April. At this rate, the guy's going to steal 100. He's on fire out there on the base pads. If they could get him on more often, imagine how deadly he would be. He reminds you of Marquise Grissom or Tim the Rock Reigns when they would have those seasons with over 100 stolen bases. This one's ripped out the deep left field. Tailing back towards the wall. It's caught over his shoulder near the wall. Mendick gives it a ride. But only Aloy Jimenez can get it over the wall so far in this game. A three-run blast as the inning ends and the White Sox lead 4-2. Top of the seventh inning, and Elvis Andrus, who's 2-for-3 with a double, a single, and two RBIs into the game. And Reynaldo Lopez will start against him. And the first pitch is a slider, low at the knees, swung on and missed. The next pitch from Lopez, fouled off, quickly 0-2. Lopez staked to a two-run lead, 0-2 pitch. Lifted out in the center field. Robert comes in, makes the catch. There's one out. Reynaldo pitches six and a third, 105 pitches, and now they're going to come out and talk to him. And I think this is going to be it. Aaron Bummer going to come in right now with one out in the seventh inning as this lineup is set up for a right-handed pitcher. And Ricky Renteria wants to put them down. We talked about how the Rangers have such a different lineup with righty and lefty pitching. They were set up for a righty, but now the guys that didn't even play yesterday against the lefty are coming up, and they're big hitters against righties. You got the two and the three hitter. One of them is Willie Calhoun, and Aaron Bummer's job is to get these two guys out. This is his 10th appearance, an 0-1 record, with nine and two-thirds innings and an ERA of 0.93. When you think about that loss, it was a weird loss. It really wasn't his fault, but he took it because he was a pitcher of record. He had done his job, and the pitcher after him did not, but the guy that was on base was his fault. The 1-0 pitch fouled off 1-1 quickly. 
as Bummer pitches the Matt Duffy, who's one for two, but did not play yesterday against a lefty pitcher. And he fouls this one off, sinker, down the line. One and two the count. Top of the seventh, one out. Sox lead four to two, the pitch on the way. This one's chopped to Abreu, who will scoop it up and step on first. Two outs here in the top of the seventh inning. And Willie Calhoun comes to the plate, 0 for 2 with a walk in the third, hitting 227. And like I said, held out yesterday as he is a left-handed hitter, and he will face the left-handed Bummer with two outs in the top of the seventh. McCann with the sign, the pitch from Bummer. Low inside pitch, misses 1 and 0. The pitch, chopped back. 1 and 1 the count. Bummer keeping the ball down, not going up in the zone yet. He's either missing low or hitting low. This one he goes high, cut fastball inside and just misses. Two and one, trying to sneak one in there. He's working quickly. The pitch on the way. Popped up, shallow left field. Jimenez waves off Anderson, will make the catch and the inning is over. One, two, three, go the Rangers. Midway through the seventh, the White Sox lead four to two. Cody Allen comes in for the Rangers, his eighth appearance, six and a third inning so far, 1.42 earned run average. He's walked one more than he struck out, eight walks to seven strikeouts, and righties are hitting 350 against him. That's not a good sign for him. Tim Anderson's one for three with a single in the fifth inning. He comes in to lead off the seventh inning as he led off the game. The righty Allen delivers. Outside knuckle curve. He offers that. 1-0 the count. Next pitch, a sinker catches the zone on the check swing, 1-1. One one. Double barrel action for the White Sox right now with Cordero and Fry out there. This one is shot over to first base, bobbles it, but keeps it in front of him. He'll tag first, there's one out. And Garcia is also warming up in the bullpen for the Rangers. They actually have two out there. I can't see the other guy's name. Cleveland... Ends up winning in Fenway 7-4. That's a final now. As they continue to stay right in front of the White Sox in second place. Pop up. Shallow short. Garcia one pitch, one out for Leury. As Andros puts that away and there's two outs down in the bottom of the seventh. And Jose Abreu comes up. Two for three with a double, a single, and a run scored off that Jimenez home run last inning. He led off last inning. He's got two outs this inning. Inside four-seam fastball swung underneath it for a strike, 0-1. Detroit putting up a fight now. They're only losing by 10, 11-1 in the seventh. <laughs> when do we play them? I want the same success. I want the Royals to give the Twins fits like they did with us. High four-seam fastball, 1-1 one one the count. Allen working quickly. Seattle leading Oakland in Oakland now, 6 to nothing in their game. Inside pitch on the hands, knuckle curve taken for a ball, two and two. Sacks were trailing by two, scratched out a run, and then hit a three-run home run last inning. They lead four to two, but Abreu goes down swinging in an outside knuckle curve out of the zone. And through seven, it's four to two White Sox. Joey Gallo comes out. The lefty will face the lefty and bummer. Who only threw eight pitches last inning. We'll throw an inside low sinker. 24,330 in attendance tonight. That's the announced on a Friday evening here in April. A 1-0 pitch swung on and missed by Gallo. Sinker tailing away, 1-1 one one the count. The pitch. Swung on and missed a slider tailing away, 1-2 the count. Bummer. Hangs in there. The sign in the pitch. 
Low sinker taken, 2-2 two and two the count. Colorado spanking St. Louis now 10 to nothing. Out in Denver, we see them in about a week and a half. The pitch on the way. Inside cut fastball taken for strike three. Gallo doesn't like it, but that was all ball inside that strike zone. He goes down. Bummer continues to perform out on the mound for the White Sox. Danny Santana to the plate. Bummer remains out there as the righty takes the first pitch inside a sinker 1-0. Right now, Jimmy Cordero and Jace Fry are warming out in the bullpen. Colome expected to have the ninth. The pitch. Chopped foul down the first baseline, 1-1. One one. Bummer looks in. The pitch on the way. Strike at the knees. Cut fastball, 1-2 the count. Aaron Bummer feeling it so far with the pitch on the way. Low it inside. He lays off it. Wicked slider. 2-2 two and two the count to Santana. Santana, the center fielder, has made a couple of good defensive plays running back towards the track. He has shown the wheels defensively, but he's 0-3 so far in this game. Sox lead 4-2 with one out in the top of the eighth. Outside sinker, and the count goes full. 3-2 and two with Shinsu Chu waiting on deck. The pitch from Bummer. This one's lifted into center field. Robert takes a few steps back, a few more steps, and will catch this one well before the warning track. Two outs, top of the eighth inning, and the lefty Chu comes up with a walk in a second over two otherwise. Another guy that doesn't face lefty pitchers very often. And Bummer stands in with two outs in the top of the eighth, and the base is clear, throws a sinker inside at waist height, 0-1. The next pitch. Chopped foul down the third base line. 0-2 quickly to Chu. Bummer looks in. The pitch on the way. Pops it up in the shallow center field. Roberts underneath it, can of corn, and that ends the inning. So Aaron Bummer does his job making a bridge to the closer from Reynaldo Lopez. Midway through the eighth, 4-2 White Sox. Luis Garcia comes in for a second appearance for the Rangers. He has a third of an inning pitched. He's a righty who finished off an inning for them. And that's the only time that he has seen so far this season. And Juan Mancada will lead off against him. Colome or Kalame, if you're nasty, warming up in the bullpen for the ninth. This is a two-seam fastball, low and outside, taken for a strike by Mancada, who's one for three. Yuan had a big hit that set up Jimenez, who came up next in a three-run home run a couple innings ago. And that's what put the White Sox in the lead. Garcia checks the sign and delivers. Slider down the middle for a strike, one and two. Moncada's gotten selective and sometimes doesn't even move the bat when it's clearly a strike. He's looking for something when he's up there. Inside pitch taken, two and two the count. Next offering, down the third baseline. It's going to be a difficult jump throw. He is safe and beats the throw. So he puts it down the third baseline. It's backhanded on the chop. A jump throw from the grass just behind the dirt. Moncada... Gets that foot on the bag just before the ball hits the glove. He's on with an infield single. And a runaround for Jimenez, who swings and misses at a slider tailing out of the zone. 0-1 the count. He had a three-run home run in this game. He's 1-for-2 officially. Mancada at first base takes a lead. With no outs here in the bottom of the eighth inning. The pitch. Outside two-seam fastball, 1-1. One one. 
Nick Goody, we saw him last night, and Brett Martin, the lefty, Goody's a righty, warming up in the Rangers' bullpen. And the White Sox have their closer going, getting ready for the ninth. After Bummer took them through two-thirds of the seventh inning and the entire eighth to bridge the gap between the starter, Lopez, and the closer. 2-1 and one the count now to Jimenez. Mancata with a good lead at first base. We'll see if he goes. The pitch on the way. He does not. Outside splitter, 3-1 and one the count. James McCann on deck. He's been hitting the ball well. Jimenez has been as well. and it, So it makes sense for Mancata to let the batters bat. Full count pitch on the way. Inside, he walked him. Jimenez goes to first. Mancata's down to second. Two on with no out in the bottom of the eighth inning. And James McCann comes up one for three. After McCann, you have some slumping batters in Grandal and Robert. So the philosophy here might be to pitch around and we'll see what McCann does at the plate. Low for a ball, just misses at the knees. One to know the count. Sox would like to tack on some insurance. One of the top five offenses in baseball early on this season. This one is fouled softly down the first base line. There might be a play here. There will be. It does not get out of foul territory into the stands. Caught by the first baseman. There's one out. Grandal to the plate now. The lefty takes one outside for a ball 1-0. Everything's going bad right now for Yasmani Grandal at the plate. Now would be a good time to see him do something positive. He rips this one deep into right field. It's going to get down into the corner. Runner's going to come around in Mancata for the plate. There will be a play. He is safe under the tag. He scores from second. A single for Grandal. Jimenez advances to third. So a ripped shot that gets down right before the right fielder can get to it. A base hit for Grandal. Mancata gets in before the throw. They hit the cutoff man perfectly and had a good chance at him, but he beat it. Jimenez in the third, and the White Sox lead 5-2 here with one out in the bottom of the eighth, and Luis Robert dives at a slider low and way outside, over-anxious, with one out in the bottom of the eighth. 0-1 the count to Robert. The pitch on the way. This one sent down the first baseline, hooking foul 0-2. The pitch. Chop foul on a slider. 0-2 the count remains. Garcia in the line. Swung on and missed. Strike three. Luis Robert will go down swinging. Two outs now in the bottom of the eighth inning. And Danny Mendick comes up to the plate. First and third. Two outs. A run already in this inning. White Sox leading 5-2. And Mendick takes an inside slider. 0-1 the count. He's 1-3 for three with a single in the fifth inning. Has that average up to 250 now. Just last week, he was down in the 180s. I think it was actually the 140s. He's fought his way back. This one's bobbled by the catcher, but kept in front of him. 2-0 the count. Next pitch, set out in the center field. It's going to get down for a base hit. Mendick has an RBI. Jimenez will score. And the White Sox lead it 6-2 on the base hit by Danny Mendick. As they get two insurance runs now. And Tim Anderson will come up with two outs and two on. And Nick Goody, who we saw last night, the righty, will come in to pitch to Anderson. And the first pitch is lifted into center field. One pitch, and that'll be a fly out to center. So after eight innings, the White Sox lead this game 6-2 to two going into the ninth. Going to be an interesting decision right now for Ricky Renteria. 
Do you need to go to the closer, or do you go to somebody else? Colome's ready, but you're up by four. Bummer's been pitching very well, but you don't want to just overextend him and make him useless for the rest of the series. Okay, he's pitched an inning in two-thirds now, and he's getting near 30 pitches. They were able to get up a pitcher in Cordero, but he's probably not quite ready. So at this point, it looks like he's going to go with Bummer to start off the ninth and hope that Cordero is ready in time to take on the very next batter after Guzman comes up to the plate here for the Rangers and try to avoid bringing in Colome and saving his closer for bigger moments. Four-run lead, Bummer delivers. Outside sinker, ball one, one and oh the count. Cordero got up as the White Sox scored their sixth run of the game. But Anderson had a one-pitch at bat. And even with the midway through the inning time period, he is not all the way ready to go. This one's grounded to Abreu. will scoop it and go over and touch first. And there's one out here in the ninth inning. Looks like Bummer's going to stay out there. He's only got 25 pitches. I thought it was more. Swing and a miss by Chirinos, who's 0 for 2. So Aaron Bummer, if he gets this guy, you might as well let him close the game. The pitch on the way. This one's chopped to Abreu as well. He's going to grab it and step on the bag. Two outs. So Aaron Bummer, it looks like, is going to go out there and try to finish this one. He's got Runit Odor hitting ninth. He's got a 6-2 lead. And why waste any other arms if you can have two pitchers go out there and do it all? Outside cutter misses 1-0 the count. Bummer likely not available tomorrow, but everybody else is going to be fresh. Outside sinker 2-0 the count. Bummer looks in. 6-2 lead, two outs, top of the ninth, the pitch. Catches the outside corner, 2-1. Still no swing yet from Odor. The sign from McCann in the pitch. This one's grounded over to short where is playing because of a shift. He gets it over to first, and the White Sox take the first two in this four-game set. 6-2. The score of this one is they beat the Rangers. Trailing by two, they come back. Aloy Jimenez with a big three-run home run. That took the lead, and they added on some more. Reynaldo Lopez struggled, loading the bases in the fourth and loading the bases in the fifth. Still only gave up one earned run, two runs total. And the White Sox send up the fireworks on a Friday night. And there's a fireworks show afterwards I saw on Sox on 35th. They're actually keeping track of the promotions, too. The White Sox, for the first time all season, are four games over 500. At 12 and 4 now is Aloy Jimenez, 1 for 2 with that three run home run as your player of the game. Yuan Mancada, 2 for 4 with a double and two runs scored. Abreu, 2 for 4 with a double and a run scored. And McCann, 1 for 4 with a double of his own and a run of his own scored as well. Jordan Lyles takes the loss after five innings pitched by the Rangers, and he was red hot through the first three, three and a thirds innings. And then the White Sox started to give him some fits. Reynaldo Lopez gets the win. He goes six and a third, four hits, three strikeouts, four walks, two runs came across the plate, although one of them was earned. Aaron Bummer, two and two-thirds innings pitched with a strikeout. He comes in and gets the save. The White Sox win this game six to two, and there's another game tomorrow as they try to take the series by taking the third game of this four-game series on a Saturday. This broadcast was brought to you by Family Waterproofing Solutions and our proud sponsors, Cork and Carry at the Park. Visit them at corkandcarryatthepark.com. And remember to catch up on all the details of this game. Get post-game statistics, 
the box score, the wrap at SoxOn35th.com. My name is Chris Lanuti, and we will see you tomorrow right here for another White Sox simulated game and a simulated season every game since opening day. Brought to you by Socks in the Basement, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at SoxInTheBasement.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and always on SocksInTheBasement.com.